getting in and getting out. No more long shows for us, so we don't get yelled at. We got a review from X. We got a Waka's Wonder. It's Kenny with the Old and a surprise guest. This is Achievement Hunting 101. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. This is Level 82. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight, or this afternoon, or whenever it is that you are listening to this. But first, let me introduce who is here with me. Usually in the morning in the car, Kenny. As you can hear, we Don't have Don't be L. racist against morning car folk. Timist? Racist? Racist? Timist? I don't listen in the morning. I guess I do sometimes. I only listen when I mow the lawn, so. And also we have Nate. I prefer to Larry and Curly the lawn. Oh, Shep. Th- that was Poor so Shep. <laughs> that took me a second. That was bad. <laughs> All right. I like Shemp, too. He's a good guy. <laughs> That's what I said. Shemp. I know. I don't know Shemp. <laughs> All right. You know, it's like when you do hemp, but you add an S. Sure. We'll okay. go with that. Sure. So as you can tell, Corey is not with with us today. So I'm stuck with I'm stuck with the olds. <sighs> it's not that bad. We've got Werther's originals for you. Other various hey, hard Nate. candies. Yes. I see you sipping <laughs> on that prune juice. Can you save any for me? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh boy, you there's save that for so me. many things. That spicy I don't V8. Understand. It's not keto friendly, but you know, sometimes you need some prune juice in your life. Or as we yeah. keto people call it, magnesium something or other. Anyway. Oh, keto. I don't even know where to start. L, <laughs> let's start with you. <laughs> that intro is all over the place. Tell me about Aftercharge. Oh, wouldn't you like to know about Aftercharge? I would like to know about Aftercharge. You actually do know about this game. You have this game Caprito, don't you? I do. I completed it before it left Game Pass. Well, technically, I completed it <laughs> after it left, left Game Pass. Like Halo 2, or Halo, <laughs> you kept playing it after the server <laughs> shut down. Nice. Anything I remember from failing at the last uh, quiz. <laughs> well, unfortunately, both Michelle and I slacked and did not get it done before it left Game Pass, so we had to... Um, purchase this game and in doing so we needed to find other people that had this game and not many people do and I saw this bloke Aggie Regulator in another discord and he wanted to play this game I struck while the iron was hot and he got the game on an alt as well I believe he bought it twice, maybe. I don't know if he's crazy enough to do that. Wow, he really wanted this done. I don't know if he was chainsawsome enough to do that. Oh, man, so great. I had to stick that in there. <laughs> Love that. Love that, Dev. So he game. and his alt and me and Michelle, and they have a new, or I guess somewhat newish, you could do all the achievements in private matches. Do you remember if you were able to do that? Or did you have to search for each other each time? Um... I think we did it in a private match. I seem to remember private matches, yeah. Yeah, it was a private match. All right, well, you could do it in private matches. And the only thing 
is that you can't stay idle because they kick you out real quick if you're not doing anything. But other than that, we had a pretty easy time. It took us about two hours to get all the achievements outside of the two grindy ones, which are reaching level 30 and winning 50 games. And you can yep. just idle those. And you don't even need Nate's <laughs> Nate's nephew, Cronus. You can just... <laughs> you can just um, I totally use my nephew, Cronus. Mm-hmm. You can rubber band the two sticks together. And just let it play out three versus one bot games and your team of three will hopefully win every time. <laughs> and you could just leave that go. So I need to get that done. But I want to just big thank you to Aggie Regulator who is in England. He, uh, we started at around nine or 10 Eastern. So it's five hours later for him. So he Oof. set an alarm to wake up at that time and hung out with us for a couple hours, and he was yawning. And He really wanted that game done. He did. He really did. Woke up early. He did a great job. We have a new new booster in our midst. Hmm. Introduce him to the the pond crew. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) the first thing I did when I invited him was I said, you got to check out our our Euro boosting channel. He's like, I can't see it, mate. What am I doing wrong? I'm like, just look. It's right there. And I'm like, oh, wait. You just joined our Discord. You have to be level five. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, say you something. Need to level talk, five? You, you need to talk to us for a little bit first. I was talking <laughs> up the boosting channels. and ugh. But just talk to us, and that's it. But he was good. I recommend him to anyone. And uh, don't tell Michelle this, but um, if anyone needs help with After Charge, we'll help you out. It was actually really easy. <laughs> so did you guys have any trouble with any achievements nope. when you guys did it? <laughs> You blind sack. Uh, yeah, there was the uh, the wall where you had to put the three walls up to uh, trap two guys or something. Oh, the wall one? That's the one. It's called a tomb for two. It's uh, to imprison two disabled organics within three walls. And uh, as a matter of fact, Aggie Regulator said to us when we started, Ah, oh, mate, I heard this one was a right pain in the arse. So we need to get this one done Straight away. Now I made him Scottish, even or though... pirate. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, I said he's not Scottish. He's a Scottish okay. pirate. Arr, matey. I'm going to regulate you. Walk the plank. Uh, so a tomb for two. Of course, they told me to go first. I went first with this one. But this one wasn't so bad. You just had to hit left trigger to use your skill and then right trigger to put the wall. And, and that was it. And you just, we found a, a closed area on the glacier level, which is the snowy one. And we got that one done. But there was one glitchy achievement called Blindfest. And that's yep. to blind two enforcers simultaneously. Oh, you said, yep, you had a problem with that one too? I think everyone kind of had a problem with that one. Trouble, which is problems and trouble together is trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you had trouble? Yeah, so what happened was... Aggie got it, and then Michelle and I went to get it, and it wasn't popping for us. And then we looked at the comments on TA, and they said, uh, this one, for some reason, doesn't pop for everyone. you got to restart the game. And then we did, and we got it. Yeah, I remember we had that problem. Like, Matism went first, so he got it, and it popped. Or Rocker did, and it popped. And then uh, then when we went, it wouldn't. And so, we, yeah, we basically had to do that. We had to quit out and come back in. And it might have happened for another achievement, too. Um, there, I think there were two like that. Yeah, I can't quite remember. Yeah, all the achievements pop relatively easy. It's, like you said, just one or two 
where it was just a pain. It just wouldn't pop. You actually had to restart the game, which is an odd glitch on just a certain achievement. It would make sense if it was all. Uh, there was there was a real fun one called the clean sweep to destroy eight devices with a single pulse barrage. And uh, basically you, you pick the character glitch and then the uh, your opponents throw down their bombs and all this other stuff and you target them and you kill all eight at once and it's just see that was eight and uh, it's a clean sweep they all make sure you edit that <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to edit in extra yeah. ones I'll make sure it's eight no eight is enough eight is enough <laughs> gold darn it uh, so anyway thank you to Aggie Regulator and welcome aboard Achievement Hunting 101 feel free to bother the people in the Euro Boosting Discord once you hit level five and get some more stuff done. Uh, I forgot it was level level five. You had to be to see the Discord the boost. And I thought it was level three. All right, maybe it's level three. I don't know either way. Mister Discord is not with us this week. He's got a <coughs> sore throat. Well, in metric, what level do you have to be though? He's he's UK, so <laughs> that's, um, that's dumb. Two and a half no. meters. Well, it's like shoe sizes, right? No, no, no. Leaders? Okay. Uh, they have a cobbler. Oh, you can edit that out. Okay. All my failed jokes just edit out. I'm sitting there trying to think of like a transition. You know what? Just add and mango laughing, laughing and that'll be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was the best episode. <laughs> Fucking fine. <laughs> that oh, was man. the best. Yeah. We're going to trust Kenny to put sound bites in. I don't Great. know what you're talking about. <laughs> but I do want to hear what Nate's talking about with, uh, let's go with Sparklight. Ah, good. That's the one I figured you were going to ask me about. Uh, so Sparklight is on uh, xCloud, <laughs> not Game Pass. Who oh would say God. that? Who would make that mistake? <laughs> uh, and so I've been playing that a bunch this week um, while at work. Got the uh, Kindle in front of me, and I'm doing a little bit of that while I'm uh, letting some projects compile and such. Um, and it really kind of opens up. So this game, it's a roguelite, um, game. Like I said, it's small sprites, kind of Zelda-ish when you're running around. I think I mentioned that before, but, um, you're basically, you know, it's, it's a roguelite. So you're trying to make progress and you just keep doing the same levels over and over and over and again. Eventually you'll basically hit a point where the game becomes much easier. Once you get to the second zone, they're like these wasps and they are just annoying. They kill you almost instantly. It's like, and dodging them is very difficult. But once you find enough of these birds called, uh, what are they called? Tweets? They're called beats. So when you find these... Twitter tweets. Yeah, Twitter when you tweets. find these beats uh, <laughs> scattered throughout the first level and the second level, uh, once you find enough of them and you go back and you talk to the guy in the town who's uh, basically making an orchestra out of these guys, uh, he'll start giving you some good patches. And one of these patches is um, a damage reduction. It's a gold damage reduction patch. And it makes it so that you can't take more than a half heart worth of damage at a time, uh, which just basically makes these hornets or wasps much easier to deal with. Before, they would just like knock off like two and a half hearts in a hit. And when you've only got four, well, that's not good. Um, and then I, something I uh, learned, yeah. <laughs> something else I learned is that you can combine patches. So you can take the bronze, you can take two bronze of the same type and put them together and you get a silver. 
and you take two silver and you put them together and you get a gold. So when you have limited bag space to put these patches in or like little abilities or augmentations to yourself, once you combine them, you have a lot more space in your bag and you can put the higher quality uh, ones in there so you can get a lot more hearts. So once I figured all that stuff out, um, I really started to make a lot of progress in this game. And so in the past couple of days, I've gotten uh, completed like two levels or three you know, two or three boss kills, like as soon as I figured out, oh, you know, okay, I can take a lot more damage when I do this. So the game is is cruising now. I have like two more bosses to go, and um, it's not bad. It's a fun little time. So as long as my controller doesn't disconnect, it's a great time. <laughs> oh, I hate when things disconnect. <sighs> yeah, this Bluetooth uh, to the xCloud has just been bugging me lately. So I thought it was just at the hotel, but it was doing it again here. Oh, so. Yeah, bug him. He probably needs to see a specific dentist that could help him fix that. Mm. Like, and do some blue chew on right. his Bluetooth, and uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> and go to blue and Blue Apron. That's it's the other one. Blue, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was so dumb. Kenny's Kenny. <laughs> that was so dumb. We're full of dumb jokes here. So, Kenny, what have you been playing? Huh. Oh, I know. Xenoraptor. Oh, I've been playing Xenoraptor. <laughs> I saw you did a stream on it. How'd that go? My name's Corey, by the way, and people can't tell us apart, but that's okay. It is so crazy that no one can, I'm the one with the... No one can tell us apart. I know, right? I talk with this crazy southern accent. Can't you tell? I, I mean, I could. I know exactly who's talking right now, even if he, even if he isn't showing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, y'all? Possums. I like Coon orange talk. men. <laughs> yes. I do like them coons. Xenoraptor. Not not one of my most favorite games, which is a, which is a shame because I like shoot 'em ups. I like the twin stick shooter type games. Um, yeah, game's real simple. It's actually very much reminded me of a game that Corey and I talked about a long time ago, uh, Void Vikings. By any chance, have you guys tried that one? No, but I did listen to your review. That was their yeah. blind yes. review, right? I I remember that. I remember when I, they were going to do another one, but... Oh, I was on that one, too. I was void of any humor. That's why I remember it. That's about what I figured. So, essentially, the game is... Corey, oh you were God. fine. <laughs> Don't give yourself a bad rap. Oh, thanks, Al. You're just the coolest and the handsomest. I don't think handsomest is a word, but thanks, Corey. Oh, you're welcome, Big Al. You're swell. <laughs> Get a room, you two. Jeez. Oh, man. Elroy's got some competition. But yes, it's just typical tw- twin stick shooter. You're out, you're out in space. kind uh, As a spaceship, you're just flying around, sh- destroying different enemies. The one thing about this game is it's, it's just very simple. There wasn't a whole lot to it. Uh, hang on. Kenny's in trouble now. Damn, she's got no. Uh, I will filter. Uh, what filter. do you call it? So another game I've been playing is N Plus. It was on my random to do list, and this game, Corey mentioned it last week. Oh, I sure did. It is tough as nails platformer, and you have to be really precise and really patient. Uh, there's 50 
levels in the game. Each level or or yeah, each level has five different chapters in it. I'm trying to word that properly. Each episode has five levels in it. And then once you beat the five levels, you complete the level. You complete the episode. <laughs> uh, so then, um, have you played this I game? I have, Nate? but it's got an issue where progress does not mm. save properly. Yes, I was noticing that as I was looking through my old ones. Apparently, what you have to do is sit on the main menu for five minutes before turning off the game. So I don't know hmm. if that works or not. Okay. That seems to be the fix. Just to once you finish, you go to the main menu and wait for five minutes. That's what the commenter said. So you could wait for you know six right. minutes. Yeah, to be I safe. have an RTDL item for it a while back. I think it was RTDL or some contest where I was trying to get like ten levels done a certain way or you know one board of levels or whatever and it just would not remember my progress yeah so i think this is going to be the achievement to hold me back from a full combo this month on rtdl i need to complete all 50 and i've done about 37 of them but each one of them takes an hour or two sometimes or you beat the first four and then you get up to the fifth one and then uh, just can't do it, can't do it. But one little trick you can do is hit uh, pause during the game and go to leaderboards, and you could look at the top 10, and you could watch the videos of those people uh, playing. Did you know about no. that, Nate? Yeah, so you can look at their their tips. Um, they're the experts, though, so they right. do stuff. They try to get all the gold also while they're at it, which you don't need. Uh, the gold is also gives you time for the other That reminds me of doing uh, Rayman. So like Rayman Legends or whatever, I would, you know, you're doing the daily challenges and like, I'm like, I just cannot do well on this. And then you'd watch someone who was like in first or 10th, you know, somewhere in the first top 10. It's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. The things they were doing. It is ridiculous. But, uh, and then plus a lot of the levels you say to yourself, Oh, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to do this. And then eventually you do. And you're like, Oh, and then you get to uh, save state. Yeah. Sit on the menu screen for five minutes and, you hate yourself. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that that would... Uh, haven't lost any significant progress. It is a thing that can happen. But that is a great game. Kenny, have you ever played N+. I have not. You know what the N stands for? Uh, you know what the N word is? Not going to N word is... Oh, it's Ninja. Uh, oh, gotcha. He's a Ninja. There was N, there was N+, and then N++ on the 1, which has levels from the old games. Oh, nifty. That's another N-word. <laughs> nice. Okay, so... Nifty. Nilla wafer. <laughs> so after I left it... That's not yeah, a so word. while you were gone, Kenny, uh, while you were gone, Nate, Corey, and I were discussing <laughs> N+. plus. <laughs> so make sure you listen oh, carefully. Funny. Yeah, I'm going to have to... That's going to be fun to edit. Where was I at? Like, Raptor. Yeah, how much you love it. Uh, what was I saying? Okay, yes, but like I was saying, Xenoraptor, it's a, it's a shoot 'em up you're in space. Game is kind of simple as in there's not a whole lot to it. The Lost my train of thought. Uh, you were thanking mm-hmm. Digirati for providing us with the code for this excellent title. Um, The one thing, there is some upgrading that you can do on your ship, uh, but mostly the upgrade, well, not mostly. All of your upgrades come from killing bosses. 
And so basically what happens is you go to your different the different worlds, like you start off on Earth and you go to Mars or an asteroid belt or wherever there's different there's different stages in the campaign mode. And you have four waves and then a boss. You destroy the boss and then you un- you unlock an item for later on. And the upgrades that you can get is, you know, different weapons. Uh, you can make your weapons a little bit better, different. Um, the one problem with this game that I encountered, and this actually does kind of affect the achievements, is when you get to the level minefield... You go through, do your four, you do the first four waves, and then when the boss pops up, the game actually crashes, which is obnoxious because one. Oh, that's no bueno. The game doesn't have a lot of achievements. There's only ten. Two of the achievements are for getting X amount of points. So there's a score of one hundred thousand points, and then score one million points. The hundred thousand points you can get. It, because there's a campaign in endless mode, you can get the hundred thousand. That's no, that's no big deal. The million points, however, it's impossible to actually get that, and there's zero tracked gamers. That's so no one's un- unlocked it because you have as you're playing, you have to get to the minefield, and then obviously once the boss pops up, the game crashes. There's no way to actually get through it, which was sad. I actually was I actually like El said or Corey, one of them. I forget who said it. I actually streamed this game. Uh, do you even listen? <laughs> I streamed this game Saturday night, and you can kind of see it. Um, in chat, I was talking to Above Hunter, and he was, and he mentioned that the game was about to crash for me. As I was going through the waves, I was like, well, let's see what happens. Then. And then the game boss pops up. I see the health bar. Game freezes. And then three seconds later, to the main menu. It's crap. This sucks. I emailed the the dev to see if there will be any uh, patch or whatever. The any if there's any work in progress to fix this, I haven't received any any uh, email back. So as of right now, I have no idea if a work if a fix is in the works. I hope there is. Like the game wasn't bad. It's just kind of simple. If you like twin six shooters, I'm sure you'll like this. Um, the other achievements. So while I was finally unlocked two achievements, the first one was to kill the first boss. The second was to kill 2000 enemies with the chain gun. This isn't the, if you want to try this out, if you have access to it, you don't, don't know if you want to put it on your tag, you know, it's not, it's, it's going to take a little bit before you actually get an achievement in it. It's easy to dive. It's not going to take you that much time, but at the same time, you can sit there and play around with it and get the feel for it. The other achievements in the game are basically for defeating two two other bosses, unlocking 20 items, and then killing X amount of enemies with different weapons. Real simple. It's a little bit of a grind. Not too much. Definitely not near the kind of grind that Vo- Void Vikings is. Is it colorful? It is quite colorful. Oh, okay. It's in space. <laughs> and, like, it's a fun game. Oh, like um, polychromatic? <laughs> <laughs> not, that, not that colorful. Oh. It it's a fifty it's a fifteen dollar game. I don't know if I would spend fifteen dollars on this. That's a bit high for not a whole lot of game in there. But if you like, like I say, if you like shooting ups, you might you might enjoy this game. I popped into the stream for a little bit. No, um, you didn't. You just popped in and insult me, and then you left. Well, <laughs> I, when I say you suck, that's that's like um, you know friendly. They say that that's uh, like I say that. Would would love. <clears throat> um. Anyway, <laughs> do you know if it is multiplayer or only single player? Um. Yes. This one. 
Because I like a, those two-player shmups. Yes, this actually is a multiplayer game. Is it? Yeah, cool. and this actually has split screen, too. And that's actually oh. a, one of the upgrades that you can unlock is because there is friendly fire. So one of the upgrades that you can put onto your guns is a safety mode so you don't deal friendly fire damage. So you can just go ham on everyone. You don't have to worry about where you're shooting. Mm, ham. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. a real shame. <laughs> well, that's old school discord forgot about that can't spell shame without ham aren't you feeling the shame about it that's Terrible. so bad <laughs> I try uh, let's see that's, that's how I succeed in life let's kick it back to L Elliot let's Elliot what's this Fernsgate game oh my goodness it's uh, a video game based on the book uh, where the red fern grows, except not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. All right, then. Well, <laughs> well, as you totally just mentioned, uh, February is RP Gainer Month, or Janer. It's not Janer, Al. Yes, it is, Corey. Janer. RP Janer. Fernsgate is one of our favorite Kemco games. Well, Kemco has churned out, I don't know, a good 10 or 12 games. Let me take a look. Kemco. Oh, wow. There's more like, oh, like 20. There's a bunch of basically their mobile game, mobile device RPGs, and they port them over to uh, Xbox One slash Win 10. So they're Play Anywhere titles, and they're usually in the 15 to 20 hour range. Um, there's an interesting microtransaction element to these games. Um, the other game I played like this was Cronus Arc. So you can spend $5, for example, and you can toggle uh, something to to deal double damage. And in something like a wow. turn-based RPG, that can, that can be very OP, as my son says. That's OP. That is Dad. definitely OP. Corey, is that you? No. Wait a minute. Um, but I... I'm a cheapskate, so I did not buy any of these, and I believe it would take the fun out of it, to be honest. If I wanted to play a fast game, I'd play a fast game, but no, I know what I'm in for with an RPG. Um, this has been my on-the-road surface game alongside Doom and Destiny, two different type games. Uh, Friendsgate is more traditional JRPG. It's a very long and involved story. We won't get into that right now, but it's, it's yeah. It's got a good translation, some non-PC stuff going on there. Um, <laughs> politically correct. It is a PC game. I know what you meant. I was talking with EOJ about this in the Discord. He likes it too. He also plays on his laptop. This is a perfect little laptop game. You could throw it on and you could even grind some levels while you're watching a show or something like that. So that was always the fun part about JRPGs. You can get OP in your own way just by, by playing a lot of, of uh, battles. Uh, the achievement list is mostly progression-based and certain uh, certain achievements for for example on my rtdl this month i had to get a 200 hit combo so you find rings in the game that will multiply your hits and stuff like that so eventually you find all the items there's a tremendously great walkthrough on ta for this game and basically it points out every single treasure in the game you need 300 for an achievement so it shows you all of them in order it tells you what to do how to do all the side quests and it doesn't spoil any of the story, so it is wonderful. Oh, that's nice. It's always good 
Not that I would use a guide because I would never do that. Oh, I'm going to click thank you. Walk through thanks. I'm thanking the author. So I'm sitting there kind of looking at it, all the different Kemco games. They, and I mean this Who's in a author? good way, but they all kind of look mm-hmm. the same. Like they have that, you know, um, Final Fantasy 2 or 3-ish kind of art style action RPG or not action RPG, turn-based mm-hmm. RPG. Look, uh, look and style. Yes. Something I would probably like, since I like turn-based RPGs. I can't speak to the Revenant series and the Astavine series. I've only played Chronos Arc and Friendsgate, and while they do have their similarities, they, they couldn't be more different. Um, different tone, different crafting, different stories. Right. Like, I don't, I, I don't mean uh, all the same, like, every single Neo Geo game is well, yeah. exactly the same. Right. Uh, well, they are, but yes, <laughs> these just have that very specific <laughs> art style. On a glance, yes, yes. On a glance, you you can kind of figure out what type of game you're getting into here. But I would pick up Ferns Gate or Chronos Arc if they were on sale, which they are quite often. Yeah, they are. And all the games seem to be fifteen dollars, which for a game that and they also vary on completion estimates, but it's, most of them look like between twelve to fifteen ish, or fifteen to twenty hours. 15 bucks isn't that bad. I mean, that's kind of reasonable. Dollar an hour, man. Gosh. Us. Yeah, this one definitely going to take me more than 20 hours, but that's okay. I think my save file says like 30, but Oof. I wind up sitting on the screen forever, so it's hard to hard to gauge. Play one late at night, wind up falling asleep, waiting for your turn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, that's one uh, one good RPGainer. It looks like there's a whole bunch from that developer that you might like. That'll be good. Yeah, one at a time, though. Can't start these RPGs and then start another one. You get too confused. Oh, yes. I, I intend on finishing this one and then starting another we'll one. We'll see if you actually do. I just can't see can't see Doubt. doing that. Like, I get so distracted. Like, coming back to that game would just be I'd be so lost. If oh, oh, yeah. coming back yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah. You, you typically only play things on your PC uh, when you're not able to play on the console. So yeah, mm-hmm. so like, it's great. My um, my son plays tennis every weekend, so I bring it with me to the tennis center, and I hook up to their Wi-Fi. And there's actually this other parent there who's playing some sort of game on his laptop, also for sure. He's definitely playing like a World of Warcraft type <laughs> game. Wow. And I'm sitting there saying, "Oh, what a loser!" And I'm here playing to get my achievement points. Damn it! <laughs> no, no, <laughs> sorry no, to cut no. you off. Can't eat. <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, I don't think I can play an RPG like that. So your son plays tennis, and also you don't like, you know, cheer, watch his game and cheer him on. You sit there on your tablet. That's nice. I can do both at the same time. Actually, <laughs> it, in the tennis court, it picks up Wi-Fi, <laughs> and I could look up and do a battle and and watch him school all the other kids totally. And that's it. Yeah, I definitely cheer him on. I was just kidding. <laughs> Well, speaking of sports, Nate, I see you have three-on-three <laughs> NHL hockey arcade on there. Yeah. Oh, what a good sport. What a good sport. You've been a good sport, too, Corey. Oh, thanks, Al. It's not going to get old. <laughs> I'm just doing it to make you laugh, and it's working every time. Yeah, it's three, so dumb. Three-on-three NHL arcade. <laughs> That's going away in March, I believe. <clears throat> the servers are officially going away in March. However, they're already gone. Like... <laughs> They're not answering. I'm uh, doing all the tricks going on and uh, you know, getting on to like Skate 3 and getting on to uh, Syndicate and just anything EA on my OG 360. 
my OG 360. Uh, because OG 360. Yeah, because NHL uh, three on three NHL arcade is not backwards compatible, so you have to play it on an actual uh, 360. Corey, you still have your 360, right? Um, there's this um, oh, what's it called? The verification system. It's just just giving me a hard time. And then I asked my parents for the password, and they said, "No, Corey." Parental controls are there for a reason. So I said, okay, Ma, I won't ask again. I'm going to go to my podcast So now. I had not, uh, I, so I was going back because uh, Smitty was like, hey, you want to jump on? You're the only yeah, friend I have up, Corey. that has not completed the online stuff. Just like Smitty. Me. I said, okay, well, let's try to do it. <clears throat> so uh, we, we jumped on a couple times, tried to do the online, and just cannot get onto the servers. Um, so I said, okay. Uh, I think this was a couple nights ago. I went ahead and just knocked out every other achievement because I was thinking, you know, the servers are going down in like two weeks, let's say. Uh, so maybe there's a chance we'll get on. And I, and I start looking through all the achievements for all the online stuff. And I see that people are still popping them. Um, so I start sending messages to everyone. If, if anyone is listening and I sent you a message, I'm sorry. Uh, but basically, <laughs> <laughs> basically, you got desperate. it seems like what's happening is, People have popped or had popped those achievements back in like 2016. And then they log on because of the server closure. They go ahead and they get some other achievements. And guess what? I guess they earn them offline and or something. I don't know. They're now popping today, even though they were earned back in 2016. So while it looks Weird. like people are still getting these online achievements, I don't think it's happening. And pretty much everyone I have asked, and I've asked like three or four people now, they're all like, no, no, I got those like years ago. <laughs> and they're just now popping. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's Weird. dead. I think it's dead ahead of schedule. Um, but I went in and I got all the all the other stuff, basically with three controllers. So I have three controllers and I'm playing against the computer uh, with uh, you know two people on my team that are doing absolutely nothing. And then, uh, you know, obviously the other team... Yeah. So, yeah. It's like after it was super annoying. It's super <laughs> annoying to do that because you're you're trying to get this one, and then all of a sudden they block, and ugh, it's just it's it's annoying. But and they're actually trying. Yeah. So now I can't get the last two achievements in that game. Two online achievements. Uh, right. I'm guessing you've had the game so, for yeah, ten pretty years. much when it came out. I remember I had or some more. friends over, and that game was uh, out. And they're like, yeah, let's play that. Because we used to play um, some sort of NHL, or no, Blades of Steel. We used to play Blades of Steel and some Blades and some other hockey steel. games when I was in college. And so uh, we grabbed this game and we played it for all of, I don't know, 15 minutes to an hour. And then 10 years later, when I start caring about achievements, I'm like, yeah, I'll go clean that up. And the online is gone. So let that be a lesson. Online first. Online always first. Mm-hmm. Especially if something like a sport, uh, been... wrestling game. Mm-hmm. Wrestling games are a good example. There, are pl- I was going to say there are <laughs> plenty of games where I've done the online, but I haven't touched the uh, campaign or the uh, stuff like that. Definitely done that before. I did that with Gears Two back in the day. Actually, did all the online, all the hordes, and then the campaign. I did last. Huh. Not a bad That's way crazy. to go. But yeah. I did actually do it though. See, I, on something like Gears, I feel like I'd want to do the campaign first and then jump in. You would be normal but no that's also just me didn't do it like back in the day whenever the new call of duty came out i never went to multiple (laughs) multiplayer before beating beating the campaign yeah 
that makes sense because you got to learn the controls and learn the weapons and stuff yeah. like that. That's always how I saw it. Yeah. But Gears Two, Gears Two, I always had boosting groups, and th- that was always more fun to me. Strike while the iron was hot, type of thing. And the campaign was only two players, but Horde was five players. It was it was wild. It was Gears fun. campaigns only two players. Uh, one and two are. Huh. I did not know that. And then Gears Three was four players, and Gears Four went back to two players. And then I believe Gears 5 is three players, but I haven't done that one yet either. Huh. That's weird. I Live thought Gears was always four player. Oh, and um, the other one's four players also. The the one, the Black Sheep one, Judgment, is four players as well. So three and Judgment are four players. One day I'll play them. Always more fun. Always more fun. So the next game I want to talk about is a fun little game called Hovership Havoc. Another game that I streamed. It's a game that's published and developed by Snow Day Software. It's another twin stick shooter. But this one is also a roguelite. Roguelite. Yeah, that's it. Roguelite. Which, unfortunately, TA only has this listed as a shoot-em-up. It doesn't have the roguelite. So I have absolutely no no idea how to go about getting a genre added to this. But whatever. Game has 30 achievements, 1,000 game score with a 2.4 ratio. The 2,400 TA for those of you who can't math. Um game is uh this was better out, out of the two games i streamed saturday night this one was better i enjoy, i actually really enjoyed this one um game's kind of self-explanatory explanatory you know it's a twin stick shoot, shooter as the name applies you are wreaking havoc in a hovership you start off the game there's four different ones that you can choose from they each have like different weapons and whatnot and as you go through the game, the main objective of the game is to destroy the power core in each level. After you destroy the power core, you get teleported out and you go on to the next level until eventually you run it, reach a boss, and yada, 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 so on and so forth. The thing, though, is you can't just straight go after the power core. You have to sit there and destroy the enemies that are coming at you, and then after you destroy X amount of enemies, then the power core comes online, and then you're able to destroy it. The thing with this game, though, is you want to actually kill all the enemies before going after the power power core because they drop uh, little gears, and you use those gears to level up your hover ship. And this is obviously where uh, the roguelite part comes in because you die. Once you die, you level up. You then spend the gears, you know, upgrade your damage, blah, 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 to get stronger so you can go a little bit farther. The other thing is the game is somewhat procedurally generated. So, like, in the f- Stop it. And hit a source stop spot it. Nate. I knew it was coming. <laughs> yes. So I was listening. That was, that was a dead. <laughs> Sell horse way. So <laughs> it's kind of procedurally generated. So there's like ten different maps, and it's basically just random on which one you get. So like you start off the game, you might get this one, then goes to this one, then this one. Well, you die, and then says starting with this one, you go, you start with another one, and then there's slight tweaks on each map, like that kind of change it up. So like a box that wasn't there may now mount. Eh, may now be there or whatever so it's not really like a completely different map each time it's just little tweaks and it's more or less just the different order that the maps come in still roguelite still needs to be added um this game however is very diveable 
if this is something that you're not sure about, you may want to play this on an alternate tag because the very first achievement is to is for destroying your first power cell. I've, I was saying core before. It's actually a power cell. And honestly, you'll get that within five minutes of playing the game. Other than that, the achievements are relatively easy. Uh, beating the game with all with the four different types, leveling each one up to fifteen, or leveling each one up to five, level five, leveling one up to fifteen, and then doing this, that, or the other thing within the levels, like beating a boss twenty times or something like that. Yeah, I mean, the achievement list is kind of generic. Nothing too difficult, it looks like. Yeah, game is uh, currently nine ninety nine. Honestly, if you like this type of game, I would get it. I think that's a fair price. If it goes on sale and you like these types of games, I would definitely pick it up. I would definitely recommend picking it up at that point. What's my question? Uh, I don't know. Is it colorful? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> sort of? Okay. I mean, I guess so. I guess it's colorful-ish. All right, well, let's continue on. Uh, let's get in. I like shiny colors. Into hashtag wheeling and dealing. Uh, Corey, are... No, it's not what? What? I just wanted to quickly talk about, and by quickly, I mean for the next 20 minutes, Seems about legit. Way Forward Technologies, excellent game, River City Girls. I've been meaning to play this for a while. Um, it is two-player co-op, but unfortunately, achievements only pop for the first player. But Michelle is a good sport and plays with me anyway. Just wanted to quickly say that if you're a fan of, of old school style beat 'em ups, this of course is related to the NES game River City Ransom and related in a way to the Double Dragon games, which coincidentally have been get uh, appearing on TA. Double Dragon and Double Dragon Two, the NES versions, are got their own lists for a thousand G each. The real reason you want to talk about this so you can relive the good mm-hmm. old days of Nate. <laughs> Did you see the achievement lists for the Double Dragon game? No. Oh, you got to see this. So there's 10 achievements, <laughs> 100 G each. Let me read some of them oh, to boy. you. 100 G, change your background. What? <laughs> 100 G, open all control manuals. 100 G, turn on reverb and sound options. 100 G, adjust scan lines. So right wow. off the bat, you're going to get 400 or 500 G just for basically turning on the game. And toggling some options. Create your own private match is 100G. Change your avatar is 100G. So it looks like 700G for doing nothing. Clear mission one, 100G. And then there's an unlock all <laughs> achievements achievement. Well, hold on. Yes, there is. That is that is the worrisome one. The only worrisome one is that one dual champion. Defeat every character in the mode B CPU battle, mostly because, not sure what that is, but this looks like, uh, yeah, and then Double Dragon 2 looks like to be the I same. I thought there was a real tough one in there. Actually, I thought it was like. So th- there's three mm-hmm. actual achievements: clear mode A, clear mission one, <laughs> you see this and stuff? defeat every character in, in the I was mode eight computer battle. I have no idea what that means. I am. They're already like real yeah. achievements, and then you have six. You know, like you said, turn the game on achievements, and then unlock all achievements. More or less. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, Double Dragon Two might be a little bit harder. There's clear. Warrior and clear supreme master. That just sounds difficult. So, yes, it just sounds difficult. We don't know, but the other achievements are there too. Uh, so anyway, back to River City Girls. Um, good, good fun. Um, the there's humor, there's fun, and most importantly, it is 
very colorful. <laughs> it's clear all missions without dying. In Double Dragon 3, clear all missions without dying. Oh, you're looking at 3? I'm sure there's going to be a workaround of some kind. This game, this series, I don't know what they're doing. Because on, on uh, PS4, I believe, they're doing a whole uh, set of all of these type games. There's like 20 of them, all in one. There's 20 Double Dragons. But I don't know what's going on. Well, not there. like I said, all the related games, like River City Ransom and Renegade, and, and there's some other ones that were not, that never came out in America. You're just saying words. I have no idea what these aims are. I know. That's okay. Okay, in That's your okay. blind review, what is Double you Dragon? Kunio Kun. In my blind review, what is yeah. Double Dragon? Um, considering I know it's a fighting game, I'm going to assume you are walking the streets of some Japanese uh, <laughs> city or some sort of Chinatown or something like, something like that, and you have to sort beat up a guy Chinatown, with a... Yes. You know what I mean. Shut up. <laughs> and you had to beat up a guy with a double dragon tattoo. It's uh, surprisingly right. accurate. Interesting. Yeah. Is, is it really? <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> um, that just seems like a uh, cliche Nintendo kind of a thing. Yeah, basically double dragon refers to uh, Billy and Jimmy. Or if you are a fan of the old school NES games, Bimmy and Jimmy. Which is a classic, classic typo. I was just about to say, Bimmy, that's one heck of a name. <laughs> Bimmy and Don't Jimmy. Don't say to his face. And then uh, Double Dragon Neon, which is very similar. Um, <laughs> they actually make poke fun of that. There's bosses, Bimmy and Jimmy. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, all these years later. Yep, that's ex- I'm, I'm looking at screenshots now. That's pretty much exactly the way I pictured it. And there's a character from Double Dragon Neon that uh, has a cameo in River City Girls also. Uh, River City Girls has an amazing soundtrack also. There's two hours worth on on Spotify. I found it today, so I was jamming. Jeez. Good times. What is... Uh, I just wanted no, to mind. say uh, X the Hero did a wonderful job on the Glass Masquerade 2 review last week, and it made me want to finally boot up the first one. You've so never played my it? my wife and I... I know, what? yeah, I never played it. Yeah, so I, I said uh, uh, I said to my wife, uh, yeah, why don't we check out this game? And I expected her to be bored after a puzzle or two, but we did, like, the first group. And the achievement list is very straightforward. You get one for each puzzle. So done and done. Easy. That's very good. That'll be a fun one to do. Pick up and play every once and again. Every once and again. Every once in a while. <laughs> All right, now let's get into wheeling and dealing. Uh, Corey, are you getting anything? Uh, let's see. I'm thinking about it. Uh, Die for Valhalla is six dollars. He's down talking from to 12. me. It is. Uh, get a hold of this. It is an action RPG. It is a role playing game. It is a shoot 'em up, and it is a beat 'em up. It fits all of those categories, but it's not vehicular combat. Uh, it is twelve to fifteen hours. Uh, <laughs> it looks a lot like um, kind of like a Castle Crashers. So I know you're gonna love it, L. <clears throat> I like yeah. Castle Crashers, totally. Not not over. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. not underrated. So yeah, so that might be something you want to look at if you're into Overrated. any of those categories. Shit. Maybe you want to check that out. Uh, then a game that I wanted to get a while <laughs> back and saying. I slept on, uh, missed the sale was Furwind, six fifty down from ten. So not a huge sale, but. Uh, I'm going to get it this time. And that's a platformer. It's about six to eight hours. Looks pretty cute. Sprites are kind of large, but uh, 
I, I do like my platformers, and this one looks pretty good. Uh, and then the first tree, $4 down from 10 This is an adventure game. It's about two to three hours. Apparently, it's got lots of feels. Uh, it's a little slow at the beginning, and then somewhere about halfway through uh, into the end, uh, it, it uh, it's going to make you cry, maybe, you know, if you've got a heart. Uh, or if you're a dad, apparently it's about uh, it's a story about a dad and how he relates to his family and I think his children. So um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and like I said, two or three hours. So not bad. Anybody else? I'm trying to find the list. Where's the list? I'll go to go to ta.com the list. Mm-hmm. and then back that out and then go trueachievements.com. True. I see true trophies. What's that? Yeah. No, I know what's on sale. All the, the there's some rats on sale. You can mention the rats. I normally go for the cheap, quick, and easy stuff. Oh, that's not what I heard. I heard your first date was. Oh, anyway. Oh, uh, the beloved Foxyland is on sale for three seventy four, as well as Gravity Duck. For some reason, that one is thirty three percent off for three thirty four. Whoa, whoa, that's so weird. Um, those are rats on sale. Um, Paperbound Brawlers is on sale. That was recently reviewed by X a couple weeks ago, and that is $7 instead of $10. So those are the easy games. I was going to recommend that everyone get Burnout Paradise Remastered for $5. Hello. Does anyone not have this game yet? Um, I was going to name a game that you liked, Kenny. Castaway Paradise is on sale for 50% off. six forty nine. We've talked about that game a lot on the show. That is a fun game. But the new Animal Crossing is coming out for Z-Switch soon, so that will be like a prelude to that. And uh, Miles and Kilo for 75% off $2 is another fun game. Not an easy completion, though. I thought for sure you were going to mention a different game. Mm, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? No. Is that the first time this has been on a real, an actual sale? I'm talking about Hamrick, because you were going to recommend that, I thought. No, it makes you think I was going <laughs> to well, talk about that nothing. game. <laughs> uh, Heimrich. Heimrich. Is four dollars down from the usual twenty, so yeah, that is worth playing. We've talked about that on previous shows. You walk around and you use the words on the screen to defeat your opponents, and it is a bloody good time. All right, well, continuing off Game Pass, we may have something coming here soon. There was there was a fake email tweeted out by Xbox Game Pass, and with some redacted bits and blah blah blah. But it looks like we might have the Yakuza series coming to Game Pass. Now, this was hinted at before. Uh, what was this hinted at? E3, I think? Sounds good. E- E3 or um, Inside Xbox. That other one. Mm. No, the other one. PlayStation Experience? The one with 2019 oh. in it. The one with 2019 in the title. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. That's one. Where we know that these, are, these were coming. Uh, Phil Spencer told us, but it looks like we might be getting these sometime wow. this week. Philip, and that would be Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Yakuza Zero, Very Yakuza Yakuza Kawami, and Yakuza Kawami Two. I am for sure saying that wrong. Definitely Kawami. No, oh Yakuza. We're gonna come enough. after the Yakuza for mispronouncing everything and for being Virgin Double wrong. Dragon. <laughs> Um, they are coming after you for sure. Well, close enough on on the pronunciations. Do, do you know what Yakuza means? Uh, isn't it like the Japanese mafia? It is like the Japanese mafia. Aha, I knew things. They are coming after you. Oh, fun. 
Yes. I've never actually played any of these games, but I hear they're really good. I have some friends that, that well, was big into these games uh, back in the day. They have adult content, so you can't quite oh, play six. them yet. There's violins and stuff like that. Everything has violence. See, all I'm picturing now is that uh, oh. <clears throat> that GTA clone that was really good. What was that called? Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping, sleeping dogs. dogs. That's all I'm picturing now. Yakuza is just like another Sleeping Dogs. Like maybe better. I enough. think it is pretty similar to that. I never actually played Sleeping Dogs. How Thank dare you, you sir? <laughs> Me neither. But They're how so dare good. you, sir, anyway? I think I played both of them. I didn't even know there was a second. Well, no, there's a stack. There's a 360, and then there's the Xbox. Ah, They're, that makes more they sense. Were both, yeah. They were both free, maybe, or cheap, and $1 DLCs. And yeah. you get to hit people with fish. You grab a fish, <laughs> and you can smack them around. It's great. All right. Two, t- 2021 is the year of the open world. All right. You hear that, everyone? You heard it here first. But with those games Good. coming, we also have a couple of games going. No. We have Batman Arkham Asylum. Calendar Batman Man. Arkham City. Rise of the Tomb Raider. No. Just Cause 4. Meh. And Snake Pass. Why? Just Cause. And Snake Pass <laughs> for the Xbox <laughs> and PC. <laughs> good, man. Uh, that sucks. There's some good games in there. Unfortunately, now Corey will ab- absolutely never play the Batman games. Oh, don't worry. I wasn't going to anyway. I know you aren't. You don't play good games. Nope. The problem is they take too long, I think, for him. Well, yeah, if they're no, more than, like, just, 30 seconds. It's just the guides aren't good enough. And also, with free things, it's the middle of the month, so make sure you get Call of Cthulhu now if it is still available with Games of Gold by the time this comes out. I have no idea when it actually stops. Bless you. Um, It should be available. I'm thinking it's going to be available. I don't know, but get it right away. And you can get a Star Wars Battlefront on, on, on Xbox original as well. Don't forget that gem. That is a gem. Don't be, don't speak ill will oh, of ba- Star Wars Battlefront. That was Battle hot Front. garbage even when it came out. <laughs> yeah. It is not hot garbage. It's just like the original was, Star Wars yeah. trilogy. Whoa, oh, hey. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> lost me there. Oh boy. Lost me there. Oh boy. But that game was garbage I'm when it came I out. Keyed. I'm kidding, maybe. I don't know how you could possibly say that. But I will still get it. But it was garbage. It is not garbage. <laughs> Star Wars Battlefront is no good. Garbage. And Star Wars Battlefront 2 is even better. Garbage. You're even better garbage. High. You Okay, I have to. Why do you not like these games? Just, they were just so bad. They were just <laughs> so bad back then. <laughs> they were not bad. You are literally the only person I've ever heard trash the Battlefront series. The, new, uh, the old ones, not the new ones. The Star Wars Battlefront. I just remember it being... All the Star Wars games were bad. I think at the time I had not played that type of game before where you basically just go in and you die. Like, you you know, you're going in, you're shooting, and you're dead. And then you're going back and you're shooting and you're dead. And it was just... I hated that. It was just so bad. Well, let me ask you this. Do you like Star Wars? Yes. Do you like the... Attrition mode in Titanfall. Mm, sure. Now, why the hell do you hate this? Because it is literally Star Wars attrition. <laughs> bad. Because it was bad. It's the same thing. <laughs> no, it was just not good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. It's not good. It, easy, it even has mechs. Was the ATATs are in there. Okay, I will download it and I will play it and it will be bad. 
But You're a liar face. You're not going to play it. Is the online still working, or do they hold that up also, <laughs> like Halo 2? Uh, that game had a question. I don't think it had I don't anything know. outside of online. I thought it was all online. No, there was... Imposterous. No, there was like a single-player campaign, and like a... You can go in and play... Um, hey, hey, Kenny. Against the bots. Have you ever played the first-person shooter Dark Forces? I have not. No, I'm surprised. That was a I good bet game. you have. No, yeah, it, wasn't. it was. Dark Forces was good because <laughs> it didn't have because it, it didn't have blood. Like Doom was awesome, and then Dark Forces was ain't got a lightsaber. So do you not like Scrabble? Do you not like tic tac toe? There's no blood. That's uh, not the way I play. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You've just been playing tic tac toe wrong. <laughs> exactly. You got to cut off people's toes. Exactly. How else do you play? You throw tic tacs in their mouths, and when they're not looking, you cut off their toes, and then you win. I can't, you, I know, just you know we're talking about the bird. old <laughs> Battlefront, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, he knows. I know. I've put so much time into into Battlefront Two specifically, but I've played both. I love, I love them. I just moving. Yes, on. I think you're crazy. But yes, moving <clears> on. This is where I just scroll down a bunch of times <laughs> and say, <laughs> "Proclamation point." Uh, nope, we're not there just quite yet. And we got one contest we're going to talk about this week, and that is the G task. And that's because we have one elimination on the team, on the individual side, and that would be B. Spittle. Smitty is out of the G task. Ta-ta. Good oh, run. No. Smitty. Enjoy your freedom. Right. All right. Time to move on to Proclamation Point. Proclamation Point. Shadowless Edge has reached a new milestone of 150 completed games. RockerDude5012, Corey, that's right over there, has completed 200 that's games. That's me! Boots Orion, 250 games. And Prue... That's a me, eh? ...has completed 600 games. Damn, Prue! And Borderlands 2 is not one of them. Aww. AZ Mongoose has a complete completion percentage of 25%. Coats McGoats... Completion percentage of 33%. Doom Raven. Okay, so we have a quarter and then a third. All right. 40%. And Kingsman 2625 of 77%. Nice. And on TA ratios, Matism has reached 1.8. And we have a bunch of streaks. Wait, well, okay, actually, I should back. And we have three legitimate streaks. Reptar on Ice is on a 25-day achievement win streak. Emperor L, or Nice L, is on a 41-day achievement win streak, which is a new personal best for him, so good job with that. And Ray J2 is on a 2,300-day achievement win streak. That's a lot of days. Damn. That is almost that big L level, but not quite. All right. I'm trying to see what my streak is right now. I don't even know. 2,611 days. Damn. That's ridiculous. I need to go, I need to go outside. On to you, Nate. Uh, you know, Kenny, you forgot the most important streaks. The 10-day streaks. Matthew H00 is currently on a 10-day achievement win streak. Sasha Morning is currently on a 10-day achievement win streak. <laughs> Free Mole is currently on a 10-day achievement win streak. Dunkos is on a 10-day win streak. Bill Zuminati is currently on a 10-day win streak. Hawkeye Barry 20 is on a 10-day achievement win streak. I'm going to get this one, Corey. Okay. 
Oh, woo! Wow. I haven't done that in a while. Voice cracked. Currently on a 10-day achievement win streak. Move over, Al. Kitty Skies is currently on a 10-day achievement win streak. Vulgar Latin is on a 10-day win streak. Carpe Adam is on a 10-day win streak. Matt DB87, who's not even participating in this, is a 10-day achievement win streak. And a Chin Doctor is on a 10-day win streak. Good job, everybody. They're not real streaks. <clears throat> they, however... How dare you, sir? They, however, count for the Streak <laughs> King contest. So, good job, guys. In the category of gamer score, we have Ben L72 with a milestone of 250,000 gamer score. We have Mike Pitch with 450,000 and Clydemaster dwarfing them all with 1,100,000 gamer score. Uh, in TA score, I'm going to cough now. How dare you? <laughs> NTA score. We have Beer Me 7 with 500,000 true achievement score. We have Wheezy Fuzz with 550,000. We have Mike Pitch again with 750,000 true achievement score. And we have Waka Pale with 1,350,000 true achievement score. Jimbot UK with 1,400,000 true achievement score. And Redemption Denied, making everyone else look silly with 4,100,000 true achievement score. That is ridiculous. That is way too much score. Redemption. How do you do it? He doesn't go outside. All right. To completion. No, I think he does. Doubt. To go buy a Switch when Minecraft gets new achievements, and then he resells it, and then Minecraft gets new achievements, and then he buys a Switch again. Freemhole is now in the top 5,000 of the TA leaderboard. That is awesome. Who did you kill, Freem? Damn. Big L is in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboards for ID at Xbox. Let me tell you that I had no idea about this until I read it just now. <laughs> Kitty Skies is now in the top 1,000 of the TA leaderboard for Puzzle. NBA Kirkland is now in the top 500 of the TA leaderboard, period. He was talking about that in the Discord. It took him a while to get there, but he's now in the top 500. That's amazing, awesome, and I probably should have read that last. Ragnarok0272 is now in the top 500 TA leaderboard for RPGs. Play Ultimate 711 is now in the top 500 for TA leaderboard for Slurpees. I mean, turn-based games. Rocker dude. Yeah. Top 500 TA leaderboard for platformers. And Skeptical Mario is in the top 20 of a, of the TA leaderboard for platformer and roguelite together. I can't think of any games that fit that description. Can you, Kenny? Uh... <sighs> Shaking my head. Play platformer rogue lights. You know, where the rooms mm. are a little bit different every time you go in. Maybe you play as Nothing a human, maybe you don't play as a human. As a human, absolutely not. Okay. I have no idea what game you are possibly trying to reference there. All right. Wanted to give a quick shout out to for having his birthday celebrated on Valentine's Day, February 14th, otherwise known as VD, which I'm sure Chip has had a lot of these days, being that he is a married man and has to look elsewhere. I didn't say that. Yes, I did. It was awesome. Love you, Chip. Big shout out to Freaky RO, aka Mr. GameStop. His lovely wife has given birth to their second child. And she let him Congrats. run home to keep his streak alive. 
Yes, that is probably the best part of the story. She, He said, she understands me. And then he did what he had to do. So congratulations. Uh, there was a cute picture in the Discord. Happy and healthy baby. And hope everyone is well. All right. Well, before we get out of here, we have Xbox trivia to do. Uh, we can just oh, go. That's cool. This. No, no, no. We've got <laughs> we've got an Xbox trivia to do. Hopefully, you guys can catch up since Corey may or may not be here. This question this week comes from Hawkeye Barry Twenty. His question is: What gears? This better of, be good, Hawkeye. What gears of war game has the highest TA ratio? <laughs> this should be good. Is it Gears of War, Gears of War Two, Gears of War Three, or Gears of War Judgment? Ah, uh, that changes. And these are not everything. the PC version or, or Japanese versions. <laughs> it's the 360, so it also doesn't include the Ultimate Edition one Xbox One. So 360 games. This is hard this, yeah. because because no, normally you would think. The third one, because seriously, 3.0 was quite the slog. But if it were that easy, he wouldn't be asking the question, now would he? Hmm. So now, or would I'm he? not sure. Or would he? I don't know. Maybe he's trying to now, throw you off. This is just the ratio, right? Not the most TA score in Correct. it. Correct. The TA ratio. The ratio. Ugh. One had a bunch of... And then two had a lot of achievements as well. Oh, man. Let's test your Gears of War knowledge. I'm going to send Foof my answer against my best judgment. I see what you did there. And send my answer, but I don't know. All right. So the answers are in. Elliot answered D, Gears of War judgment, and Nate answered gears of war 2 one of you has the correct answer and that one of you to keep nate's losing streak alive is l <laughs> oh no oh man i gotta get some like star wars trivia in here or something for nate you roguelite platformer trivia <laughs> come on nate you gotta be able to get so tell something. us tell us the the ratios so the ratios gears of war 1 has a 2.55 Wow. Gears of War 2 has a 1.84. Gears of War 3 is 2.54. And Gears of War Judgment is 2.64. Wow. Which is kind of surprising. Does Judgment have a seriously achievement in it? It has an easy seriously achievement, but you got to do some finagling. Um, you have to go in with four people, and then at the end, everyone quits out, and, you, and then uh, it's been a long time. But there's a lot of DLC. I don't know if that plays in. Uh, that probably plays a role in it. Mm, that probably play, does play a role in it, considering that was the one that everyone didn't like. So they probably didn't care to go back to do the DLC. Yep. But I see Nate's was a total guess as well. I was just thinking people would probably get tired of it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you you know he, he got the answer for lowest ratio, so he should get like bonus points. Yeah, I really don't know that much about Gears, so just a guess. Well, now you do. Now you're learning Straight a lot. Straight up guess. I thought you had some knowledge into it, into Gears. I mean, I but, played oh, some well. of them, but, you know. But now I wonder what Corey would have said. Oh, I was sleeping. All right, it's okay, Corey. 
Oh, Corey, wake up. Jeez, you was. Let us know who had the worst question, Chip or Hawkeye. Oh, Chip, for yeah. sure, had the worst question. <laughs> not even got this. Even I get that one right. <laughs> All right, give that man a point. Oh, man. Oh, so guess what? I'm, guess what I'm doing tomorrow, guys? What are you doing tomorrow? I, who apparently does not like my family, I'm taking them to see Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, lucky you. I actually want to see that. So I will be reporting back next week on this glorious occasion. I've seen... In which I get to see cheap movies on Tuesdays. I've seen not horrible things about it, so... I've seen good things about it. I'm assuming the worst and hoping for a decent Jim Carrey performance, and I've always liked him, so... If he makes me smile, that's good enough. I mean, I grew up watching the Sonic cartoons with Julio uh, White, who you might know as Urkel, Kenny, or maybe not. I know Urkel. But, yeah, he was the voice of Sonic in the cartoon originally. Huh. No idea. Yeah. If you listen to it, you'll be like, oh, wow. Yeah. I Good times. Never watched the original Sonic. I watched Sonic X, which was really good. You sure it's not Sonic 10? Uh, 100%. Okay. <laughs> but that's it for this show. If you enjoyed the show, please like and review us on your platform of choice. If you want to get in contact with us, you can send us a Twitter tweet on Twitter at achievements101. Check out the Mixer, mixer.com slash AH101, or Twitch, or YouTube, all. Just check out A slash AH101 or Achievement Hunting 101. Be sure to join in a Discord, discord.io slash AH101. And if you can help us out monetarily, please, uh, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Achievement Hunting 101. Thank you for your support. If you are able to do that, and with that, class is dismissed. See you next week. Laters. Bye-bye. Bye. Kronos here, and I'm hard at work in the Achievement Hunting 101 Laboratories on my next project, and it's almost time. But while I was working, I caught sight of an interesting trend that I had to take a few minutes away from my work to talk about. Many of you have already heard stories of how one game in particular turned me from a kid who liked video games into a video game kid. That game was Dragon Warrior 4, or as we in the US were marketed, Dragon Quest 4. Dragon Quest 4 was the first RPG I ever played and the multiple storylines revolutionized the way I thought about video games. As a result, there's something special for me about a game with a quest. A few years later, for example, I played the much-maligned Mystic Quest, the younger, red-headed step-sibling of the Final Fantasy series. Mystic Quest offers very little, but it was a fun, short game. The fact that it was a quest just made it a little bit better. Even today, I think I might be inclined to give a game an extra half a star of a rating if the game calls itself a quest. It adds that extra gravitas. It's not just a job or a task. There's a real heft to the game now, a purpose, even if the game itself doesn't warrant any of that. Despite my association of the word quest with RPGs, the quest series are mostly linked to adventure games, with classics such as King's Quest, Space Quest, or Quest for Glory. There was even the successful Police Quest simulation series, among many others. On the Xbox ecosystem, however, there has been an absence of quests. 
At the end of the 360 era, there were only 10 Quest games, with three of them being released on the 360 concurrently with a one release near the start of the generation. So really, only seven Quest games. At that time, I considered what it might take to complete all of them. And that's a side project that has been in the back of my brain for quite a while. ID at Xbox has opened the marketplace to independent developers, and now there are more games than ever before. And that means we have many more Quest games. And they just keep coming. This is great news for gamers looking to add a little extra oomph to their normal hero's journey, even if it does diminish my desire to complete the Quest series. There are now 29 Quest games. A Knight's Quest, Beast Quest, Cat Quest 2, Costume Quest, Costume Quest 2, Crystal Quest, Dark Quest, Defender's Quest, Valley of the Forgotten DX, Dream Wolves, Dream Quest, Elliot Quest, Fire, Ung's Quest, Jack Quest, Table of Sword, Jewel Quest, King's Quest, Letter Quest, Grim's Journey for Remastered, Lily's Epic Quest for Lost Gems, Locks Quest, Marble Puzzle Quest, Dark Rain, Milo's Quest, Munchkin Quack Quest, Mushroom Quest, Phineas and Fur Quest for Cool Stuff, Puzzle Quest, Challenge of the Warlords, Puzzle Quest Galactics, Puzzle Quest 2, Cubit's Quest, Queen's Quest 2, Stories of the Forgotten Past, Queen's Quest 3, The End of Dawn, Queen's Quest 4, Sacred Truce, Quest of Dungeons, Reversi Quest, Swap Quest, The Office Quest, Throne Quest Deluxe, Titan Quest, Turtles Quest, Warhammer Quest, Warhammer Quest 2, The End Times. And I'll warrant that on average these quest games are better than a similar selection of non-quest games. The list continues to grow, and the two most recent editions are, in fact, quite recent, which is what got my attention. Rocker Dude mentioned playing two of these last week, and gave each of them a few words, but quests are practically sagas. They deserve more than a few words. First released was The Office Quest. Is this a genuine quest? The game starts with an everyman being called to adventure, so we're off to a great start. But where does this quest lead? Because The Office Quest is a point-and-click adventure game, it mostly leads to weirdness. The Office Quest is remarkably reminiscent of Mr. Pumpkin Adventure, because the game has annoyingly abstract puzzles, no dialogue, and a plot that seems to make sense from time to time, but never escapes the weight of its own absurdist style. The Office Quest is developed and published by Eleven Sheep, and all of the game's achievements can be earned by playing through the first three chapters of the story. The quest goes on, but the achievements do not, which means most people in this community will stop there. But what about the quest? Well, I don't know because I couldn't continue either. This game is very lucky to be getting its extra half-star courtesy of its quest, because the puzzles are not interesting enough to warrant much credit. The majority are solved through standard point-and-click methods of being obvious, being simple with some forced trial and error, or being so obtuse that a guide is essentially required. Further, several puzzle sequences read as though they were pulled directly from an IQ test. That might make you inclined to think that they're smart, but unfortunately they are not. It may be overly dramatic to say, quest failed. But the Office Quest has precious little to offer beyond its gamer score, and even gamer score hunters will want to wait for a thorough guide to be published. Puzzle fans are better suited going on a quest of their own for a different game. Next up was Milo's Quest. Milo's Quest is another Radalika published game, so it's going to be an easy experience. And true to form, all of the achievements can be earned by the time you beat the game's second boss. But Milo's Quest is genuinely a quest. While the Office Quest is really just about taking a day off work to try and find fulfillment, Milo, our little dog protagonist, is on a journey to save the world from an evil of his own accidental making. Milo's Quest has 2D action-adventure mechanics that might be reminiscent of Game Boy games of yore. And in fact, that might be the biggest detraction from the game. It has been developed for the wrong age. Had this been made 20 years ago, it would have been a very highly regarded game, I think. The story could use some work, and I'm sure there'd be touch-ups in many areas of the game. But the design of the game itself and its execution are both very good for the level of technology being used. Game developers have to understand game mechanics, and not just rely on flashy graphics. And Light Up has done that here. Milo's Quest isn't likely to impress many, but it's unlikely to disappoint either, providing a fun hour of gameplay on your way to a thousand gamer score. The game has elements of Metroidvania in it as well, with a single connected map, backtracking required in at least one location, and progression based on item pickups. In the case of Milo's Quest, the quest turns an average game into an above average one. Finally, I wanted to talk about the big quest news. As I said, for me, quests are all about RPGs, 
so if you're interested in an RP gainer, then this quest may be for you. A recent patch, nearly two years after release, has fixed the two unobtainable achievements in Beast Quest. Beast Quest is a medium-budget, easy-access Western RPG based on a series of children's novels. The game makes a good entry point into the RPG genre for those inexperienced with it, because it is expected to be played by children, and with a narrative built on an existing framework of stories, avoids some of the unfortunate destruction of narrative that happens in RPGs that try to add an extra chapter for no reason. Because it is a Western RPG, it also avoids the turn-based sluggishness that turns off many from the JRPGs so well known in the genre. But without going to the extremes of an Elder Scrolls game, Beast Quest has been on sale a number of times previously, and now that it's been fixed, should be a game that you're on the lookout for, particularly if you happen to be looking for some RPG gains this year. The completion will take you 8 to 15 hours or so. There will be a wide variance here, since there are difficulty-specific achievements, which will either require a second playthrough or a significantly slower first attempt. As a final bonus, because the achievements were broken for such a long time, the game carries a high ratio, topping 3.0 at the time of this recording. I expect the game to settle, in the very long term, at something closer to a 1.6 or maybe a 1.8. What do you think? Does it being a quest actually make any difference? Would a search or a mission be just as good? Is there really anything ennobling about a quest? Or is it just me? And even if it is just me, I intend to continue my own quest and slowly complete all of these quest games. And perhaps next time, I'll find one that rivals the quest that started them all. and I'm tired. I won't bore you with details, but sometimes you just don't have the energy for a challenging or complicated game, but still want something to play. The publisher 8th Floor Games have been churning out game after game in short order on the Xbox One, and have bundled 7 of them in their 8th Floor Strategic Collection, going for $20, but it is frequently discounted. The bundle contains Gnome's Garden, Gnome's Garden 2, Gnome's Garden 3, Gnome's Garden New Home, Lost Artifacts, Soulstone, Day D Through Time, and Royal Roads. Each game has 49 to 50 levels, besides Royal Roads, which has 100 levels. These appear to be free to play on mobile devices, or in some cases cost a few dollars which is not the case on Xbox, where they usually sell for $5 to $10 each, but they are frequently on sale. To my surprise, there are th at least three development teams porting the 8th floor games to Xbox, which seems like overkill considering their games are more or less the same, with only minor differences. Even the achievement lists are the same, often sharing the same name and requirements to unlock. Calling the collection strategic is a stretch, as the gameplay is limited to gathering resources, clearing obstacles, building and upgrading buildings, and sometimes dealing with resource thieves or saboteurs. The games are clearly built for touch devices, 
but the Xbox controls are sufficient even if they can be slightly annoying. The most time-consuming achievement in all titles is for 3-starring each level, which is tied to the time the levels take to complete. Half of the games, however, have a setting for removing the time requirement, guaranteeing a 3-star rating by simply completing the level. This removes all challenge from the games, allowing you to focus on other things, while occasionally issuing commands to your loyal workers, such as writing a podcast segment, listening to a podcast, watching a movie, or semi-idle a telltale game. Legitimately earning 3 stars range from very easy to rather challenging, and the game have a nasty habit of dropping your 3 stars down to 2 during the victory animation, which is why you should always pause the game once you completed all objectives, which freezes the timer but ends the level once the victory animation plays out. The games take around 6 hours to complete, with the exception of Royal Roads, which is twice that estimate, which in the year of the rat sadly is not a fast completion anymore. The ratios range from 1.1 to 1.4, but this does not gauge difficulty as the games are more or less as challenging depending if you can automatically get free 3 stars or not. I enjoy the 8 floor games for what they are, but they really are the same game reskinned with minor feature differences. If you've played one of them, you know exactly how the rest of them will play out, and they can easily get stale. They are, however, great for when you have other matters to deal with, which doesn't require your full attention, or you only have a few minutes to play a level or two. Have a nice day, everyone!